Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the 3 Zine Presents The TomCast Podcast. This is issue number 20. I can't believe I'm still here. No one shut me down. That's good news. Uh, today we have uh, very exciting people here with us today once again. Yeah, he's, he's stoked. Very excited. Very excited. Very important. Very Jeff pregnant. Nail is here. Hey there. Yeah, you might remember Jeff. He's been on a couple shows. He's also got his own podcast, The Ringing Ear. I always like to be on your show, though, too. I, I enjoy talking with you, Tom. <laughs> if only they knew what we cut out of the shows. Well, the, here. I mean, I, you're just easy on the eyes. It's nice to see in person. Oh, that's all. That's, that's so. very sweet. I'm, I'm all blushing now. <laughs> but more importantly today, exactly. we are joined by uh, your lovely wife, Casey, is back. Hello. And she's, it's actually four of us. Yeah. Yeah, I got a plus one. She's massive, y'all. Progressing. 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 Are we in the, are you, are you towards the end game? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm officially in the, the last uh, trimester. So. There we go. Last trimester ever, because after this ever. we're never having sex again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With that beard, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're here to talk about some very important things. Casey's actually the most important member of the show today, because we, she's a woman, and I need a woman here to answer not just questions about life, yeah. but <laughs> questions about Captain yeah. Marvel. Uh, so when a man loves a woman very much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about Captain Marvel. This is the, the 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 open conversation that I wanted to have about this film. We're going to talk about things. So it's it will be spoiler tastic. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. Good because I just listened to your Captain Marvel spoiler spoiler less. I think we both listened yeah. to that episode. God, that was unfulfilling. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're actually it's, doing this proper. Yeah, yeah it's no, so no, hard no, to I, talk about a movie when you don't want to give anything yeah, away. But. Yeah. I know. I had a hard time not wanting to say things. I was like, oh, I do. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> There's all these little snippets I cut out because I was like, the scrolls did what? Hey. Whoop. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the Captain Marvel heavy conversation, uh, Marvel decided to take over the news. Good. Yeah. It's been good news, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So let, let's start with the big news. James Gunn. Rehired by Marvel slash Disney. Yes. We'll be directing Guardians 3 after all. And we've already talked about, I think you and I yeah, talked, we talked about, about the news when it, when it happened. Why he was ousted, and I think we covered it then. Uh, so, yeah, just focusing on how good that movie's going to be. He's never let us down. I mean, and Guardians 2 was a little long in the tooth. That's the worst thing I can say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, yeah. he's definitely one of my favorite movie writers. Yeah. I love his sensibility, and I don't, I don't think... Uh, I'm not worried at all. It's going to be great. While they do not say it explicitly, it sounds like Marvel, Disney never really had a backup plan in place. They were just kind of letting things die. That's what I couldn't remember. They never replaced, uh, announced a replacement, right? No. They just no. announced that they were going to use his script. Right. And kind of left it at that, it seems like. Smart. So. Yeah, they, they pushed it... They push production back, and they just kind of let things blow over. This yeah. is what it seems like. Was this the plan? I, I think this may have been the plan. I think so too. You know, there was there was never really any, any discussion of a search for a new director. And he disappeared off Twitter, almost like, "You cool it on your end. Yeah. We'll cool it on our end. We'll yeah. meet in six months or whatever." Yeah, do you think he'll come back to Twitter? He well, he did post something after he got rehired. Just I mean, beyond like, that, the fans, yeah. Uh, you know, Twitter's one of those things nowadays. It's it's dangerous what you say yeah, on it there. Really it really is. is. Yeah. And I've seen what you say on there, Jeff. <laughs> what? What do I say? Controversial at, at best. I, I condemn the Republicans <laughs> consistently. I'll give you that. Yeah. I use the F but, word. But they're the ones who dig for the dirt. Yeah, and yeah. Well, you later. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm not running for office anytime soon. So. <laughs> oh, that's not what I'd heard. Okay. i got to check my sources. <laughs> yeah, you do. 
<laughs> but though, it's, it's great news. Uh, obviously, we don't know anything more about Guardians 3, but James Gunn's back. That can't be a bad thing. No. You know, yeah. I feel bad that I've never really... I can't remember his other movies that I've seen. Slither? Slither. I don't think I ever... Oh, we did see we Slither. Slither yeah. Okay, we did see that. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> and didn't he do Super? Was that him? He did do Super, yeah, with Rain, uh, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. That was fun, too. It was an interesting, dark superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think, did anything else come before that we should know? I think most, most of his credits are screenwriting credits. Oh, okay. Uh, I know sense. he's the screenwriter uh, for, for Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, yeah. that's right. And that was right. kind of like his big break, I that's think, was that film. His best movie, probably. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's. Zack okay. Snyder's, yeah. Yeah, I, I recently went back, and we're getting off the rails here. I went back and watched 300 not that long ago. Uh, does does not really hold up. <laughs> I remember loving that movie. It was probably, I don't know, 27 when I first saw it. Sure. I think I saw it twice in the theater at least. And like, no, not good. Anyway, James Gunn. <laughs> So, I'm also kind of excited that they are they're not going to rush it forward that they're actually going to let him do Suicide Squad which sounds like it's going to be a complete like reset uh-huh. and I think his take on that bunch I don't I, mean, I don't know DC very well at all but I have a feeling that's going to be a fun movie and then we'll get you know he'll get to continue what he started with Star-Lord and all the gang and yeah. I think it's kind of the best uh, possible scenario isn't that funny how, how it works out sometimes? Yeah. Like, it's better now than it was before he got fired. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's going to be, like, I, I guess he'll be one of the first directors to, well, I guess you can you could you could put in Yas Whedon if you wanted to, that uh, he's going to get to play with both sets of toys yeah. over DC yeah. and Marvel. All he needs now is a Star Wars credit. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a Disney, I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. true, yeah. I've heard sillier plans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Yes, yeah. but it is, uh, yeah, in case anyone was curious, uh, apparently the, the, he will be moving forward and doing Suicide Squad 2, which sounds like it's going to be more of a hard reboot than we, we kind of thought. Yeah, the characters yeah. are a real uh, motley crew, right? Uh, that they, they are obscure. And, and I didn't know, I mean, if you, I think J, uh, Gunn explained it as such, right? In the post that he was talking, or it was in an article I read where they're going through the characters, and I think J, even James Gunn's like, I, I admit, these, this, some of these are deep dives. And I'm glad he said that, because I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know the comic books Yeah, the, they're, they're only a handful of them that I was super familiar with. Uh, not even super familiar, but like even vaguely aware of. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Who's um, the biggest character, then? I mean, beyond the, uh, of, the, of the, the returning. New, of the new mix, uh, the one I had some familiarity with, with was Ratcatcher. Oh. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know, I don't know the Polka Dot Man. What was the one that uh, Batista is probably going to play? It was a different... Yeah. yeah. What was his name? Uh, I'm already forgetting, but it was like something. He's like some kind of super pacifist character who I loves did peace read about so this. much it makes him kill. Yeah. Peacemaker. 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 Okay. I'm glad you came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, no way. I would have. <laughs> yeah. It's it's well. I'm really looking forward. I it's been. I can't remember the last time if ever I've ever said I was looking forward to a DC movie, but now I am. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, and, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 and and this. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah. And Shazam. I'm actually a little. Oh, I didn't realize that was a DC property. Yeah, yeah, that's, gosh, that's right around the corner. It's a couple weeks. It looks funny. But it's all the stuff that's not in Zack Snyder land anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it, you know, I'm, I, I feel awful for what his family went through. You know, it's awful that that's kind of how his reign ended. Right. And I, you know, I'm sure he'll probably be back to something, but... I'm so happy that he's not making all the DC movies anymore. I don't know if you have to bring up what his family went through to, to, to justify how you feel about him. I think Zack Snyder's a pretty terrible director, all things considered. Yeah, well, I just mean, like, with, with Joss Whedon stepping in, 
oh, it right. made that movie, you know, I don't know, 20% better than it would have been, 50% better, yeah. 100% better. But yeah. just... I, I recently rewatched that film. Uh, my brother was in town, and he hadn't seen it yet. And so I was like, oh, well, let me show you something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it's really fractured, I think, in a lot of ways. I mean, like, there's a, there's this, a lot of, like, just kind of, like, it feels forcefully Rams. inserted in there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. uh, I don't know. It really goes to yeah. show you that I think a movie starts on the page, right? Because because Joss kind of came in and like you just said, like wedged some jokes in, I think, and maybe some other things, but yeah. it's not his movie and it, it's telling. Yeah, because it's not even like he came in halfway through. You know, he came in for reshoots. Yeah. Oh, that's and then, right. And then it's just tonally, yeah, it was yeah. a weird, it was a weird movie. But I still, yeah, I, I think I'd say I liked it better than what came before. Do you, so. do you want to say, for, for anyone listening to the movie we're talking, we haven't said the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't mention Justice League? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, hopefully they know that we were, well, we were talking about Zach, so yeah. I'm assuming they, yeah. yeah, but yes, Justice League, not the best picture nominee. No. no. I even watched it and I cannot remember it. Yeah, I can't tell it's, you It's not memorable it, it. at all, right? Yeah, I, I, I I would have to say that the high points of the film are, are, are Gail Godot as Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, I think. It showed, showed me enough that I was interested in him as that character yeah. in, a, in a movie that worked out pretty well for everyone involved. I and think, Ezra Miller, I think. He's he's interesting. Which one was he? As Flash. Oh, right. I, I don't particularly care for his take on the character. Really? I don't. And uh, actually, another new story is uh, Ezra Miller bringing in uh, Grant Morrison to write a darker yeah. Flash script. Really? And they're like, wait, now we're going darker again? Uh, yeah. With the Flash of all characters? Yeah. It's possible to get dark without being Zack, like, so, as literal as Zack Snyder is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a dark movie, so it has to be nighttime every time. Like, <laughs> right. The whole movie. Well, yeah. to be fair, Batman doesn't really roll out at noon for brunch. But he, but he, he does wake up when the sun's up once in a while in his mansion, right? Like, it's always stormy in Gotham. It's always black. It's it's really on the nose with you, Zach well, You stuff. don't want to see Gotham in daylight. It's just <laughs> <laughs> unsightly. But you have to sometimes. I mean, what if uh, <laughs> Cobblepot uh, announces his uh, campaign or something? That's in the daytime, right? <laughs> I'm going I'm to take a little sidetrack real quick, just because you know, Dumbo's coming out pretty quickly, mm. and I can't help but be amused when I see the, the, the commercial with Michael Keaton and Danny DeVito together. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like Batman Returns reunion, it's happened. <laughs> All I think of them, and that's actually God. Is that a Tim Burton take too? Yeah, uh-huh. I feel like that's right in line with the Batman <laughs> sensibilities of those movies too, right? Yeah. It kind of is. costumes and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time I see that pop up on my Twitter feed, like a Dumbo clip or something, I just keep scrolling because I don't want to cry. <laughs> I'm actively avoiding that movie. Whatever they did for that elephant in his eyes is unbelievable. His uh, eyes are incredible. I wouldn't yeah. know. Because <laughs> you, you'll get lost in him if you if you watch. I'm a soft touch when it comes to stuff. I cried on my own podcast this week. I really did do that. <laughs> and I edited it, so I did the best I could. But I'm, I am a weepy bitch. Uh, all things considered. Yeah. What's this week's topic? Is there a reason? Sad songs to make you sad when you're sad. <laughs> so just rolls off the tongue. And uh, I picked three pretty sad songs, and my partner picked two pretty sad songs, and the one he picked for his number one was devastating. <laughs> and I read the lyrics as I listened, and that was a mistake. I shouldn't be talking about my own podcast. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I actually was going to plug this episode because I wanted to give people a disclaimer. If anyone listens to this show and wants to listen to that episode of your show, mm-hmm. I recommend not drinking. Oh, okay. You don't want to get that low. No, no, that's, yeah. It could be bad. (laughs) That that episode should have a disclaimer on it. Well, 
I at least think my, my entire show has, should have a disclaimer on it. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. <laughs> Warning, idiots ahead. <laughs> and the bird song means it's time to move on to our next subject. <laughs> Let's talk about what else Marvel did recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They released the final Avengers Endgame trailer. They did. Yeah. And it melted the world. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. I, and my I heart. I don't know yeah. which, which trailer got me more. I think it was the one that came before this, for some reason. Just because it was the first taste of Tony alone in space. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it did. It seemed, the first one seemed a little more hopeless. Because yeah. they weren't showing Captain Marvel it was very, yet. Very it was like... I don't know what we're going to do. No one knows what to do. Yeah. As though they're going to make a movie dead. where everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. them sitting around in like group therapy sessions. Like, that, yeah, yeah, that got me yeah. too. The posters. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen yeah. me stuff? That, that's that's pretty down. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. I'm sure that movie's going to start as a huge bummer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, like up or something. In the yeah, morning. it's going to be the first part of Up or yeah. like parts of Empire Strikes Back or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I guess... I don't want to do like a breakdown of every scene in that film, but I mean, I just like, what was your emotional reaction to it? Like when that when that trailer ends, this gets me every time. I was just talking about this with Jeff. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which MCU movie it is, but the score, the Avengers score, when that kicks in, it it gets me in my gut. And so yeah. the end, the the them in their suits, whatever kind of suits those are for, you know... We have going, our own theory on yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, for... Um, for doing something big and important. Yeah. The score kicks in, and you're like... <gasps> yeah, it, it'll get me every time. They do a masterful job with the music in that trailer, because it starts off as very subdued, you know, you kind of hear the notes and everything like that, but it yeah. steadily ramps up as the action yeah. in the trailer ramps yeah. up. Yeah. And I, I, listen, this might be crude, it might be a little crass, I'm just going to say it, though. That, that shot of, of Cap tightening the shield on his arm and the gritted teeth... Fully engorged. <laughs> Just too messy. Give me everything I want in this movie right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I actually yeah. don't even remember that part. I haven't. I have. I've avoided going back and watching it too many times. It's. It's one of those things where. I, I'm so excited for the movie. I don't need to see anymore. I just want to go see it. I don't. In a I way, it's worse, yeah. right? Like I, the more the oh, thanks for the 90 seconds, but it's not enough. Yeah. I'd rather just quit and have a binge uh, when it finally yeah. comes out. Well, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I love. I've, I've watched the trailer at least a billion times <laughs> since they released it on Friday. I've, I've basically done nothing else because mm-hmm. I'm just so excited when I watch it. Um, but I, I think I think Marvel learned a lesson a few years ago when when when, uh, when Age of Ultron came out because I feel like when Age of Ultron came out I had seen that entire movie in trailers really? leading up to it. Oh, I don't recall no, feeling that. You? And I, 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 maybe, maybe it's because like I'm I'm a bit of a trailer junkie. Like I'll watch if if I, at the time and I think I kind of still feel this way. Like if the studio feels like I should see it, they're they're going to release it and I can watch it and it's safe. But I feel like when I saw Avengers two, I was like, hmm, I think I've seen all this movie already. There's only a handful of new scenes, a handful of you know quippy exchanges. And so far, that's yeah. Ultron's my least favorite, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> of the well, Avengers movie. I feel like since that that movie came out, the trailers have been much more scaled back, especially for the big event ones. I think so too, yeah. and it and it's yeah. masterful. Like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, you were talking about the score, but for the entire trailer, that just their entire approach to this. I like. I, I like to think that I've got a pretty good nose for prediction. You know, I kind of feel like. I, I, I have a pretty good batting average. This, I don't know. 
I just don't know. And they've done such a good job of not giving anything. And I appreciate that so much. I got yeah. almost nothing to go on except those suits. Yeah. Those are subatomic suits, right? I was going to say, let's talk about the suits. Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that that is definitely a... That is, also, that is my theory. That is a lot of people's theory on the internet. Uh, I had also recently, when my brother was in town, we had watched uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh-huh. And the mid-credits trailer scene there, they throw out a couple little clues in that snippet before Scott shrinks down and goes into the quantum realm one more time. Okay. Uh, there's a reference to uh, time vortexes in the quantum realm, uh-huh. which I think will play a role in what's coming. That I Maybe I should have said spoiler if no one wanted to hear that idea. <laughs> but Well, it's not a spoiler if you're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But yeah, I noticed that. I didn't catch that when I saw the film in theaters. Me either. On the rewatch with my huh. brother, I was like, oh, time vortex is yeah. A. Well, yeah. that was kind of the guess from the get-go for me, I think, was that the time stone is going to be what plays a part in this, right? Like, yeah. we have to go back somehow because we're ashes. So you can't do anything with that yeah. as is unless it's, you have... Even the reality stone, I feel like that that's re- that's what's called, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know if that does the trick as much as the time. Yeah, I feel like 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 Doctor Strange really had the key and yeah. you know, and he played through however many million scenarios and yeah, I feel like yeah, time's gotta be I like him better in that movie than his own movie. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange, just as a quick aside. We we may get into more Doctor Strange as we if you talk about Captain Marvel stuff, but hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> but let me go back uh, but what I what I was gonna mention too, if you guys do happen to go back and rewatch the trailer, I would suggest paying attention to uh, Black Widow's hairstyles yeah. and hair colors. Why is that? And almost every scene she's in, it's different. She has at least three to four different hairstyles. Oh, interesting. So there Long, may be there short, may be multiple yeah. timelines happening in play in that trailer that we don't even understand yet. Oh, that's, yeah. I'm already dizzy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see. I've I mean, seen so much has been about the hair, and it kind of starts with Hawkeye and his. Oh yes, Hawk, yes. But, but it looks then, pretty sick for his age, actually. Yeah. He pulls it off better than most. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you and I did that, I don't think it's. Oh work. no way, no way. No. I'm barely pulling off this beard. <laughs> uh, well, what, when is that movie out? May, April, April twenty sixth. Oh, that's right. And the other bummer about that is they have not put tickets on sale yet because uh, I can't buy them fast enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm, wow. I'm I'm keeping close eye on when that date will be released. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, it, it's funny. I was going to save this till the end, but I was going to give you props for even having this podcast because years ago, the three of us sat around here drinking beers, going, "We should start a podcast," and and we started our own separate podcast. But here we are doing the same goddamn thing, you know. And I kind of feel like uh, Avengers specifically, but Marvel generally is responsible for the existence of your podcast, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's the root of it. I wanted isn't it? something to talk about all my favorite things. And and we then when we first started sort of throwing this idea around, I mean, unless you had the idea before we even even brought it up uh, one of those days, but. It was always Marvel we were talking, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah, it is funny. That, um, yeah, that's, that is funny. I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, we kind of had hatched this a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Timing. Because now it's time to, to move on to Captain Marvel. Yeah. A movie right. we've all seen. Uh, once only, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah, I was. I really wanted to try and get there again this weekend, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, I, f- I had the same ambitious plans uh, with, with no time to pull them off. Yeah. So we've seen it just the one time. Yep. We actually missed... A little chunk of the the front end too, because there were some that was crucial seating. part in the front. There was some seating issues. We were in the theater. Wait, wait, wait! I have to know what happened. Okay, so yeah, tell me what about the seating issues in the theater. Fucking Fandango. <laughs> oh, so no. I'm trying to buy our seats. The app locks up on me, won't let me purchase, and then the seats are just frozen. So the 
we like sitting in the back row so that, you know, ideally we won't have people talking too much around us. So Jeff gets on his app, gets us some seats. We get to the theater, and the seats that we wanted were still locked up. So we're like, well, we could just sit just in the... Just take those seats. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fool's game, though. You yeah. never do this. Never, ever do this. It was really dumb because... You know, eventually somebody else bought the seats and they came up and they're like, Oh, you guys are here, we'll just go where were your seats right over there, right. we'll go sit there. And then it's a, dom- then it's a domino effect, though. And then, then someone wants the seats that they take, and then pretty soon there's all these people that don't have seats, yeah. and, and it all starts with us. Yeah, so and I, I we're, wow. we're smarter than this. Oh, I'd like to think that we're smarter than this. We're very, very, um, how do you describe us in this respect? We're considerate. Yes. We don't want to upset the apple cart. You know, we the want the pe- last thing we want to do is disturb someone else. Yeah, and here we just did it. And by the end, and we had to, we moved like a number of times, just over and over. And then apparently, two kids necking next to us. They weren't supposed to be in those seats either. But we didn't have the actual seat numbers that we didn't know exactly okay, sure. where they were. So we didn't have, we couldn't say, hey, no, you guys are in the wrong seat. Right. And we ended up having to go back to the people mm. on the other side of the theater. And hey, we say, need our actual seats. You should go figure that out oh over there. God, it was awful. So we missed like a good five minute chunk, including the Marvel. Oh, and the show, so and I missed it. And I knew, I knew something great was there, and yeah. so that's. So tell us what what it was, Tom. <laughs> I describe did, it slowly. Listen to the last podcast. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean, that's it was, it was all Stan, and it was yeah. just glorious yeah. to see. Ugh. Stan. Yeah. One of those moments in this movie. Let me ask one, yeah. one follow-up question here, mm-hmm. if I may, about this this ticket snafu. Yeah. What theater were you at? Uh, we don't like to talk about it because it's a hidden gem, our theater. <laughs> yeah. It's the reading. Is it reading or anyway? It's the yeah. it's the the, one up in the town center yeah. in Claremont. Okay. And I love it there because their prices have gone down. They serve alcohol now. Their their prices are down on their concessions, mm-hmm. and and it's not really like you don't get overrun with people there like you do at mm-hmm. say Fashion Valley or something. Like like opening weekend of something like Captain Marvel, it did it. it I think it sold out our showing, and it was at four in the afternoon. But usually, usually unless. It's it's something major like Star Wars or Marvel it's not going to be sold out so we can have some room and again Mm -hmm. our biggest thing is people talking in the theater it just if I can hear anyone talking it ruins it for me so to be able to get a back row without people near us it's it's hard to uh, pay attention to a movie when you're blind with rage (laughs) (laughs) no I I agree Uh, I've stopped going to movies at that Fashion Valley and, and Mission Valley Malls yeah. just for that very reason because I just can't handle the people I'm around. Yeah. I go there out of desperation. I don't know if this is true because I, but I've, I've experienced this only in San Diego, even at concerts where everywhere people go, they just, they just fucking talk constantly. <laughs> I remember I was at a, uh, at a concert, I mean, like 15 years ago down here before I even lived here. And it was Ryan Adams, incidentally, who's also been in the news. Mm. But oh my. It, I mean, not, not a loud performer. And, and I think he even told them to shut the fuck up, and they wouldn't, because they just get in a room. These San Diegans, they just get in a room and they just go. Like, why are you even bothering? Why, why'd you come? Yeah. Go to a bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. preferably you know something where there's not something people are listening to. So I don't know if, if this is like a full-on San Diego thing or what, but it is common here at least. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's really rare to get through a movie without having. Shh. Having to show somebody, <laughs> yeah. Them turn off their fucking phone. No, I had, I had a, I had a for for my screening. I, I, I selected a very nice theater. We had reserved seats. Uh, I was going with some coworkers after work, so where'd we, you go? We bought tickets in advance. 
Uh, we went to the AMC in La Jolla. Okay. Nice. Which is a very nice theater, very comfy, cozy. Yeah. The recliner seats and everything. Sure. Uh, but because we were, but because we were going after work, we wanted to get like the reserved seating thing, just because in case there was any like anything hinky happened, one of us got out of the store later. Something oh like right, that. right, yeah. right. Uh, so we luckily everything went fine. We got there in plenty of time. But yeah, it was a sold out show, mm-hmm. and I did I did end up having one person who was a little chatty at at the end uh, during the credits. And when we're waiting for like the, all the mid credit stuff yeah, and, the, yeah. and, the, and the very final final Easter egg at the end there, uh-huh. yeah. So so she's shouting it out, calling her shot. Like, oh, the cat's gonna throw it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we all knew that was gonna happen. Right, maybe. but it's just like yeah. shut up. She's like, well, I'm dumb and I usually figure shit out, so I'm gonna announce this. Yeah. <laughs> I know cats throw up a lot. Yeah. yeah, I have a cat, so I know what's happening. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. And I just was like, really? We made it this far in the movie? You have to talk during this? <laughs> Anyways, back to Captain Marvel. Yeah. General impressions of the film. Casey, you want to go first? Sure. Um, As I, a woman. Yeah. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, Plot-wise, it had, you know, I think you were saying last week, it's an origin story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a bit of a handicap going into the first movie of, mm-hmm. for a character. But I felt like they they did enough with it that was surprising. So it wasn't just, uh, you already know... X and X and X is going to happen, and this is just how she becomes Captain Marvel. It, it was, uh, you know, the the they they kind of gave you some twists and turns, mm-hmm. and um, and thank goodness because yeah. I I was actually uh, kind of half out for the for the first act. The first act, I think, is a little it, it it's got some pacing issues. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. and it's a little wonky and. Spots and and poor, it's kind of boring. It was, I mean, not boring, boring, not like, oh not my boring, god, I'm boring, not rolling boring. my eyes. I'm not, it's not a David O. Russell movie, boring, but uh, but I was really happy that it got me at the end because I can't remember the last time a movie turned me around so well. Oh, good, yeah, where I start off like, oh, this is gonna, this is Doctor Strange territory, <laughs> and then by the end, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, this is such a good ending, you know, just. Wiping my cheeks. Yeah. Wow. Right on. I mean, I felt like the fish out of water sense for her mm-hmm. in the beginning kind of made made the the whole you know first act okay for me. Okay. You know, all of the um, you know, kind of again kind of following a, a trope where it's uh, you know an aliens on the planet or not really alien but you know yeah. someone who doesn't know what's going on. But she just doesn't give a fuck, you know. Like she, yeah, she, she kind of doesn't. Yeah, right. There's know, a superiority she, there, but not not so, not a smug one. Yeah, more like and, a practical uh, just, superiority. It's it just constantly gave you, um, oh, maybe as a woman, uh, these scenarios where you're like, oh, here's where she's gonna get in trouble, or here's here's where it's gonna fall, come down on her, and yeah. every time it's like. Because she didn't kowtow or, or tiptoe. She's just like, what, what the fuck ever? I'm breaking into this radio shack. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make my my yeah. communicator like every time she gets this this traditional roadblock. She's like, no, I know what to do, <laughs> yeah. and like you know the, the shield comes up. She's like, fuck what? you, yeah, fuck you. There's <laughs> the guy I'm trying to get, and yeah, old lady. I know you're not an old lady. I don't care if all these people are trying to pull me off. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna I'm trying to kill you. Great scene, by the way. Yeah. That was in the trailer, though, right? Yeah, I feel like I knew was. that was coming. Was. But I, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the blockbuster video was a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, to the credit to the first act, I was like, yeah. oh, it's pretty, oh, God, how old does it make you feel to remember that year? 
That's the year I graduated from high school, '95. Yeah. That, yeah that so like over that far year. down the timeline, that mm-hmm. this is like they're making movies about that year. That yeah. feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they nailed the video store. Yeah, I used to be I, an employee of the Blockbuster I was Corporation. Say, I, was, I think that's why you had such a soft spot for it. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Someone yeah. who used to draw a paycheck from them. Hmm. I drew more from more than the paycheck. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't get into your criminal yeah, past. Yeah. Um, but then there were other parts that were a little more on the nose, but still just it was so refreshing to have a character to identify with as a woman who just didn't, nothing fucked with her like yeah. that asshole. even though it's a similar experience right like there, there's a lot of that built in like you were saying like the roadblocks that, that women experience well yeah I mean uh, I mean, I've, it just the, the scope of it because none of it fucking mattered she just handled it mm-hmm. where I was just gonna say like it, it got to the point where that fucking guy on the motorcycle comes up and tells her to smile yeah. and yeah. I don't know any woman who hasn't had that happen to her like it is there's just so much that um, is infuriating about being a woman and just the she's condescending just like, she doesn't even yeah. react she's just like fuck it Isn't motorcycle that, it's wow. mine now yeah, and it's, yeah. it's just it's oh it just felt so empowering to see and she didn't someone ha- just just handle it and just fucking do what she wanted it was so great doesn't it make uh, doesn't it make Schwarzenegger and T two seem kind of petty? <laughs> like he had to go beat the guy up to steal his hmm. his clothes and motorcycle. She just took off. Yeah, she just went. Yeah, yeah. she didn't even beat him up, right? She just no. Just, yeah, she just well, solved it. Just, you know, in no regards, defense, like was, oh, there's some motorcycle. Arnold was naked though. He did need the clothes and the boots and the motorcycle. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the part so. where Fury? <laughs> where she was saying, uh, well, so-and-so can't do that. You should know what species. Do you guys remember that part? Oh, the photon blast. When she shoots, shoots the photon blast? Yes. What did he ask her? It was like, she, I can't even remember the part. I shouldn't even bring this up. I should cut, cut this completely if we can't figure it out. But it was such a good gag where he, he's like, how am I supposed to know that? And she's like, well, they can't do that, obviously. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, guys. I should have done more preparation for this. Why don't you know your clothes better? I mean, you've seen the film once. Like I said, the for beginning of the movie, I was kind of tuned tuned out a little bit, uh, and it, it was only the, the the second half of the second act that I was I was kind of getting back in. It's it was, I, it, this is one of those instances where uh, I think I mentioned it last last time uh, where I, I, I might have gone into this movie actually maybe knowing a little bit too much, mm-hmm. and you know having really? familiar familiarity with the character and its and her history and her origins and stuff like that. So when I'm when I'm watching the opening of, of the film. And she's with she's with the Kree. She's on that special Kree task force, whatever. Blah 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 blah. And they're basically passing her off as an alien. I guess to me it was like it was kind of like, well, I know she's not an alien, so why are we forcing this so hard on me right now? Mm-hmm. And I don't oh, know. And the general audiences don't have that. that that's what I was yeah. curious about. Like, is that just something that was affecting me watching it? So no. I think yeah, even no. even from watching the trailer, you would know that she's a human. Mm-hmm. You know that she has all these. What? I didn't know. She, oh, really? No, oh, okay. I, all right. I had perfect. no okay. familiarity okay. with this character at all. Yeah. Perfect. That's why I wanted to ask because I, I, like I said, I, I, I felt like knowing so much about her care, her care, comic book history, which mm-hmm. is like most comic book characters, has a lot of extremely convoluted and nonsensical things in there, uh, was actually a detriment to me. 
Because huh. I was like, oh, okay, they're doing this, or like they're gonna okay. Because you, you have complicated, you have a complicated schema sort of to deal with, and they're they're distilling it for you, and you're like, I don't know which way they're gonna go. No, no, no but I, I appreciate that because I think I think Carol is a character who works better kind of distilled. Okay, you know, get rid of the crap, you know, the, the, all the tropes you had to deal with in the '60s and '70s, and just make her what is important now. Okay, and I think that that's what they did well in the film. I just read that be- there was another costume. Like a black one in the comics, and they went with the red and blue. Do you have any any idea about that? Well, she's worn she's worn a variety of costumes over the oh, years because okay. she hasn't. Uh, it's a, it's only fairly mo- a fairly recent history that she's been Captain Marvel. Oh, uh, that's right. Like twenty thirteen ish, I think was when they, when they finally made it official that she's Captain Marvel. Okay, because uh, for for a long time she was Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. and, and when she was Miss Marvel, she wore a black. Uh, black costume, but it was more like a like a bikini cut costume. It was like very sexy. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and uh, apparently, uh, from interviews I read, uh, when when Marvel first approached Brie Larson about the character, and she started like looking into this a little bit, she's like, "I'm not wearing that." And uh-huh. They're like, "No, no, no! You're looking at the wrong thing. We got this." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, that's much better." Yeah. Did you see Room? No. Don't see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to not see that character. When I, I I don't think I've seen Brie Larson in a movie since then. Have you seen her in uh, Skull Island? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, that's her and Loki. A, that's a forgettable movie. Her and Loki, that's right. It was yeah, her and Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I like that film. Actually, oh, no, Sam Jackson, yeah. too. No, it's yeah, good. Sam- it's, yeah, that's true. I oh, forgot Sam's in that, that too. So yeah. they, they knew each other before this he's, movie. He's you know sort what? of a villain. It's funny. Just I do a little, love Just a little sidetrack. I'm so happy that their chemistry worked on screen the way mm-hmm. it did. Because mm-hmm. I was getting such a weird vibe off those two and for <laughs> press. Like when they went to the Oscars and they presented together and I saw uh, I saw them do some, you know, BuzzFeed or something and I was just getting such a cold vibe. From which one? From Sam Jackson uh, and, and Brie Larson. From both of them, okay. Yeah, that I was afraid that this was going to be dead on like arrival. Like just no chemistry at all. But then I was, I mean, really. Yeah. Haven't you seen their carpool karaoke? No. No, did oh, I do one? Look one up, it's good. I feel like you oh, have okay, to watch good. it on Apple TV now, right? You don't just get it on YouTube, right? Oh, I don't have Apple TV. So oh, no, you saw it on okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel a lot better. That's good, yeah. Good. And they really did a pretty good job uh, getting him close to the right age. I was going to ask yeah. you guys about that. I, I, I stopped thinking about forward. that right away, mm-hmm. which is um, all you can really ask mm-hmm. from effects like that. Yeah. That we don't, you don't notice. You just accept and you move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, him and, and, and uh, Clark Gregg, they both looked... Yeah. You know, yeah. they looked appropriately... Yeah, the age for the You can't 90s. say Clark Gregg and not have me skip a beat. Like, oh, oh Coulson, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Coulson. <laughs> well, I gave Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. four seasons at least. Yeah, so and Casey's really good with names of actors, too, so... Yeah, yeah. So the de-aging tech, technique worked for everybody. No, that wasn't distracting. No. How, how did you guys feel about the music? I found it a little distracting, personally. There was at I least one instance of a song that was, had, was not out then. Uh, I think I, I know exactly. I can't remember which one it was, <laughs> but I was like, I know years and I know music, and that was not out in 1995. Yeah, it, there were a couple of little bits like that. I mean, the, you know, the, I've noticed this more in a lot of things where, they, where they're doing set in the 80s, set in the 90s, or whatever uh-huh. like that. They're kind of... Very fluid yeah. with with with, with, with what are. occurred when they're setting their show. Yeah. But what but I I will say, and this actually, I don't know if it was out. Maybe this is the song. Um, but when Just a Girl came on in the end, it was out in ninety five. Actually, that was uh, that's when yeah. I just couldn't stop crying. That was really good I mean, stuff. I'm getting teared up just thinking about it. Yeah, 
Yeah, Gwen Stefani, uh, that has not done a whole lot of good since then. But yeah, that was it was a perfect placement for that song. And that, I but mean, that that took you out of it. I've, Maybe I don't that's not. It took me out of it. I just, I guess, I found it a little. It was like, oh, okay, we're doing this. There's a musical number happening right now. Now, I'll, I'll give the same question to you guys, or you especially, since you brought it up. Do you feel like general audiences are also being bumped, or is it just you? No, I think it's, I think it's a me issue. Uh, okay, <laughs> I do think it's a me issue. Were like, you bumped by it? No, it didn't bother me. Okay. It really didn't. I mean, it, it's it's a little weird to have songs in a Marvel movie. I'll give... Especially very poppy songs. Oh, I forgot yeah. about... Yeah, they don't normally do that, do no. they? It's like, it's like a Guardian's trope, and that's kind of been it. Yeah. But, um, I'm a nostalgic but I really... <laughs> so I, it was fine I enjoyed me. it, because it is, you know, it's a period piece. It's the only... Yeah. You know, except for glimpses and, and kept, uh, the first Captain America. Um, yeah. You know, they don't really set themselves in a time you know in a specific year like that yeah. so and Captain um, America the first Avenger was done really well I think yeah. I, some of it was a little too glossy but I think in general they did a pretty good job making it mm-hmm. seem sort of authentic which yeah. is hard to pull off yeah but I, I I felt like the payoff of them doing that for that that song coming on was yeah. just so perfect like yeah. oh it was just like yes no one's holding her back anymore and she's just gonna Fucking Look at become you. the most powerful person in the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is. I, I, feel, I do feel like just a girl. That placement of that is uh, as good, if not better, of anything they've done with Quicksilver. You know, with one of his songs, one of his slow motion X Men. No, oh, that is oh, yeah. yeah. not even go down that road. Oh, that's such. A, those are such good sequences, though. Yeah, but the rest of the films are you know just. Oh really? You don't like them? I like them. You don't like the new like the first two. The first two are fine, but after what was the third one? The apocalypse was but, uh, yeah, apocalypse was oh, third. Oh yeah, wasn't it? not good. That's true, not good. Days of Future Past though. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not impressed. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I'm not uh, excited for Dark Phoenix, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> no, well, um, I don't even know what that is. Gosh, now I feel I don't. One. I almost feel stupid bringing this up now because I how much I've seen how much yeah. you react to it. Like I don't yeah. want to say what I was going to say about it. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe that's a, that's still a good jumping off point for. I mean, is it is it a different experience for women? I think the obvious answer is yes. Well, I guess my I guess what I wondered was, uh, so so Carol hasn't been on Earth since 1989. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I guess it's like a song she has no no connection to. I guess was kind of what I was oh. wondering. I mean, like she shows up back in '95, but she doesn't know music in 1995. She knows GNR. Well, it's not like that song well, is actually. I don't playing. think that she's hearing that song anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, of course. I, for I, us. Yes, I mean, right. it's 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 for an audience kind yeah. of thing, right? Okay. Yeah, and that you know. It got me. I, yeah. I it got me where you know because the, the the general vibe of that song is kind of a metal middle finger you know for no, misogyny so right. it, it was perfectly yeah. placed and I it mean, starts out so subtly too it's <laughs> it, God when those first beats came on and I realized what it was oh, <laughs> it really is just like a would have been better if it was Alanis no <laughs> Casey loves to yell uh, sing uh, you ought to know at the top of her lungs when she's alone in the car yeah <laughs> well who doesn't I mean come on yeah. that's a good point. It's yeah. a great singing song. <laughs> All right, cool. Then I will scratch that question out as yeah. dumb, and I'm gonna because Casey's emotional reaction tells me that I interpreted that if, if not feels, correctly. Feels like yeah. a quibble. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not, I think it's so. It's not like it's her playing it in her head, yeah, you know, or anything. Like she's just, it's just a a powerful song that's good for the narrative. Uh, Very cool. Good. Yeah. That's sort of emblematic of the power that she's feeling all of a sudden. Yeah. The the bad the baddie's name Yon something. 
Yonarog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't like him in that role. I don't, but especially in a Marvel movie, I just like look. You're not, you're not a, a doppelganger for Paul Bettany, but you're close enough. <laughs> you know, I don't want, I don't want Jude Law in the Marvel universe. That, speaking <laughs> of my own quibbles, I mean, I maybe don't... I'm just better at distinguishing like white, uh, white English actors from each other. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with this. Yeah, I don't get their fate. I don't, I don't think they look very similar, but they sound exactly. They sound exactly. Alike to yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, I yeah. liked, I liked Jude Law in the role, honestly. <laughs> And I, I was more—I think I was more happy overall that they that they do the little twist with the, with the scree, the, the scroll and the Kree. Yeah. yeah, you know where you, the, we're, we're painted that the the Kree are uh, noble warrior heroes in yeah. Captain Marvel's own words, uh, and that the scrolls are like just terrible, awful terrorist kind yeah. of yeah. people. It's like, it's like dances with wolves or out. something. Yeah, and I even was like, well, there's there's a, a Digimon. I can't remember his last name. Um, the 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 guy who's in the beginning of Guardians as a bad guy, and oh, but he's yeah. on her team mm-hmm. um, as a oh, Kree. right. And but I'm like, well, you know, it's a lot of time passes. Something happens to make him turn into it. Like I I bought into, no, they're good guys. And, and then eventually I was like, oh, Jude Law, he's probably gonna, uh, he's yeah. probably gonna be the bad guy. Yeah. It didn't take me very long to realize. No, that's why he's yeah. in this, but. Um, no, I was super happy about that that twist. That made me very very happy. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of annoyed that they were going to paint the the Kree as like these like benevolent kind of aliens, yeah. which they have just as many takeover stories in Marvel comics as the Skrull do. Well, especially <laughs> since they've already established the, the, they're jerks. the, the Guardians in yeah. Guardians One that yeah. they're not at all good. No, the, yeah, the, the, yeah the, the Kree are colossal space jerks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Klingons. Yeah, <laughs> they deserve to be remembered that way as giant space jerks. Yeah, so I guess maybe I kind of knew that was coming, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I it was super cool to see Lee Pace be Ronin again. I thought because <laughs> yes, it was Ronin, in my opinion, is a great character who. Well, I do. I don't want to say he got like the short shift in in Guardians. He, but he kind of got the short shift in Guardians. Meaning. Uh, he they they could have had some more fun with him. They didn't give him a whole lot yeah. to do. I mean, but it, he still did a lot with what he got. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's he's a, I think he's a great actor. Yeah. Kind of kind of a by the numbers villain, but in his hands was a lot better than it than it could have been. Yeah. yeah. Also, well this is separate, but I'm so I was so happy to see Ben Mendelssohn A not be a bad guy for once. Which one was he? He was oh shoot, I can't remember he was the the, the scroll the, leader, the, the scroll guy. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, and to see him be—he was funny. Funny, yeah. Was and funny. where I'm just so like I see his name on a movie and I get so bored because he's always cast as just bad guy. this straight laced bad Middleton's guy. Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. Rogue One, and yeah. oh, so there's something else. He was—he was, he was, was, was just the bad in uh, in uh, Ready Player One. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and it's always just. He just looks like an uptight type. white guy. And, yes. uh, and Do you have an uh, accent? Good, you're hired. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed like he was like legit having fun being on this movie, yeah. which was great. It and was so fun. I, I had the same reaction, uh, I, and I mentioned it to my buddy who's, who I saw the movie with. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for him to get to do something else besides <laughs> something just to be yeah. terrible and Even die. if he has to be covered yeah. in makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he got to play outside of the makeup, too. He got yeah, to shapeshift the, into, uh, oh, into right. a human yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he just played, you know... Yeah, the, just happened the, that, he, that you know, Fury's guy, boss but. looks a lot like Ben Mendelsohn in real life, yeah. so it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I have to see this movie again, because you guys are like, you're bringing all this back. I'm like, I don't have much of this at all. <laughs> I really I really did not do myself any favors when I watched when I saw this. I, I, I felt like I really didn't retain much, 
either. Like, I, yeah, as we're talking, more is coming back, but yeah, I really, really need to see it again. So what? Uh, let me. Well, let me get into my. my good, let me. I'll, I'll. I'll share one of my story quibbles with you, and you guys can tell me if I'm being foolish again. Because I, Casey's already kind of making me more like, okay, I'm looking at this a little I'm bit better now. I'm just going to sit back and watch this. this. Uh, take him down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, it, 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 it's one of the things I thought the story was a little weak on. Especially the, this is like a first act sort of thing. So maybe maybe you'll see where I'm coming from with this. Um, but you know, we meet Carol when she's she's just Vers. Mm-hmm. Okay, she doesn't know she's human. She's been kind of like brainwashed, reprogrammed by the Cree. I thought it was interesting the choices they made as far as when she comes back to Earth. You know, she's looking around and she sees a lot of people who look a lot like her, mm-hmm. but isn't really kind of putting it together. She's a very obsessed, very focused on her mission, uh-huh. but she doesn't really realize that. She, I guess yeah, she, she doesn't feel look- like an intrinsic connection to Earth the way I thought she might. That might kind of like sparked things. Yeah, somehow there's there's even when she's having her nightmares, it's even though they're kind of based on Earth a little bit, maybe mm-hmm. like she's not connecting those two. She's not saying, "Oh, I look exactly like this species." Right. None of that. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. But then she also looks exactly like Jude Law and other people on her team. It's not like. Oh, and I, I feel like, like that was the a, only. I kind of feel like that was a cop out on their part because Jude Law should have been blue. I was gonna say the career <laughs> yeah. blue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty That's, much. I mean, Lee Pace is blue. Yeah. <laughs> there are non. There are non blue Cree. I should. What's the difference? I don't remember the difference. I'll be perfectly frank. I do not remember the difference. Mm-hmm. But the original Captain Marvel um, from the, the from the sixties uh, was a was a white Cree dude. Huh. Hmm. Kind of arbitrary, maybe. Yeah. Weird. Well, this felt arbitrary then. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said, I think it's kind of a, a, a minor quibble, but I guess I wish. And it, maybe it's just me. I mean, the I, I wish she felt a stronger connection to Earth and kind of yeah. like kind of have that propel her to look into her origins more. But mm-hmm. instead, she's just very she's very on task with with the scroll thing, which I get. I mean, that's that's her. She's driven and motivated to. to I mean, you can't explain everything, but yeah, you're right. I, I, it, it it's all explainable, but you're. I think you're sort of more talking about how it felt. Sure. Right. It felt it felt weird that it wasn't acknowledged or or at least yeah. I, 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 yeah. I guess I just what was going on inside like, of her. She should have kind of. I don't know. It was it was strange. And, and, until she has that moment where she's, uh, they're researching the project. The 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 project yeah. that are at the base and she's like I think I've been here before she holds up a picture of herself it's like yeah, yeah idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know did you catch any of this do you feel that way well I do feel like their moment um, and it's I think it's somewhere around where the thing you were talking about earlier where um, she realizes that that the shield that you know Sam Jackson and the others have no idea what she's talking about in terms of of anything and then that <laughs> yeah. sort of is like the way she played it was like, oh, I'm on one of these primitive planets again. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that kind of gave me enough for her to feel like her experience is just like, oh, great. Yeah. Not only am I Let's stuck just here for chasing this Cree, but now all these idiots have no idea that we're even around. <laughs> yeah, no one even knows it, what a flurkin is or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, she's not even the one that pointed that out, is she? Sorry, bad example. No, this, no. this girl's pointed it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I guess maybe maybe when she saw her best friend, I wish there was maybe a little more of a like an aha kind of yeah, or the little girl. Mm-hmm. I had I a hard time name, with all those scenes. Her and her best friend, it, the chemistry just wasn't there for I me. I agree. I agree. I I didn't love their. Chemistry oh, I actually really together. liked those scenes. I no, no. I think on paper they probably read mm-hmm. great, but the the way that was played, it it felt kind of wooden. And they got there eventually. Yeah, uh, although that one scene where her what was her friend's name? 
Maria. Maria, where Maria, she was just like, look, you've been gone. And she gets emotional. And yeah. I was like, there it is. There. That's yeah. what I needed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The emotional component. Yeah. Someone to really react because to her they return. were family, you know. Yeah. They were yeah. the family. Well, and, and, and uh, up until that point, I think, uh, and again, I think this is a choice that, that Brie Larson made, or, or the director's made for her. I don't really, I don't really know. But she kind of plays the character kind of, kind of wooden, kind of cold. Yeah. yeah. She does. Maybe uh, she plays it kind of Cree. It, yeah, maybe so. You know. Yeah, actually, like the warmest thing she does, kind of up till that is is that little smile she gives Stan Lee. Yeah, there, there's oh, a, yeah, there's a few little moments where you see like the real Carol kind of coming out. Yeah, but it, like I said, I, don't, I, just, I guess I just felt from a story perspective they didn't take enough advantage of that. Yeah, again, yeah. A, a quibble and a, a storytelling thing that maybe is just in my own head. Yeah, well, since you brought that up, though, did. That Stanley moment got you like it got oh, me, right? Oh yeah, I just started. Did it, did it get you? you oh, yeah. Cold-hearted prick. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, if, you, uh, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, uh, Kevin Smith has a video on YouTube uh, uh, talking about the moment when he found out that was going to be in the movie. Oh. And it's it's very good. And it's worth watching. And of course, it's Kevin Smith crying on camera. Wait, wait, wait. The, what, what, the, the, that Stanley cameo. I mean, of course, it was going to be in the movie, wasn't it? Was there any? Well, they had to well, talk to Kevin yeah. about it first. Get Mallrats, the logo and stuff. Oh wait, remind me. He's it's Stan so it's it's Stanley's Stan on the train. It's not actually like a character. It's Stanley reading his script from Mallrats as he's on the way to go. He's learning his lines from Mallrats. I completely yeah. missed that. Oh my yeah. god! How'd you miss that? I don't yeah, know. He's saying his lines. Yeah. yeah, a giant like you know, it's like the Mallrats font. And maybe the, I just completely forgot the... because that is exactly something I would. I've watched Mallrats ex- at least <laughs> one thousand times. I'm pretty sure you knew because I th- I think you were like oh. Oh tap, man! Tap, tap, I don't know something. what's going on with me, y'all. I don't know either because you're kind of Brody <laughs> in that move from that film. Oh wow! Hmm. Wonder what that's. I'm just trying to figure out what that means. I don't know. I'm, because that's Jason you, Lee's character. Yeah, because you take really good care of my comics and you borrow them. Uh, you, yes. You're very strict about. Not because I fart when I get a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not because you try to screw people in the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah, the Volkswagen. Right, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that movie is better than I, than I remember it. I've seen it so many times, though. Anyway, um, so they had to get Kim Smith's permission to do not, that. Not as his permission. Uh, uh, again, if you want to watch the video on YouTube, it's, it is there. Just Google Kevin Smith crying. Oh, you'll probably get a thousand videos. But well, yeah, you'll get recent. Batman. <laughs> yeah, the most recent. Okay. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, Kevin Feige called called Kevin Smith because I guess on the day they filmed Stan, it was not one of his better days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were looking for more uh, footage of him reading doing the line from the movie oh. you've seen if Kevin had alternate takes and stuff like that that they could use really? to kind of like use an AR no kidding and then they did the, just that yeah uh, Kevin had a po- pointed them he said uh, he's like there there are alternate takes they exist but the, you know Universal owns them so you have to uh-huh. give them a call but then Kevin kind of told him what was going on and you know Good. Kevin Feige told Kevin Smith what was going on and Kevin Smith reacted as I think most of us probably would react if we got he to wept. see our movie in a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny that Kevin Smith is he's it's only been since the Batman movies, the Nolan movies, I think, where he's really come out as a softie. Oh yeah. <laughs> he cries. And, that, and that's how I, I regard him now as like a really sentimental sap, you know, in a, in, a, in the sweetest way. You know, I I, I I have turned into the same person as I've gotten older, and yeah. more, I'm more sentimental, I'm more nostalgic, and it doesn't take a lot to kind of send me on like an emotional whirlwind. Are you 40 yet? 
Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. it's the age. Yeah, because <laughs> Casey used to blame that on just having kids, but you don't have any kids, so no. what's your excuse? Uh, middle age. That's yeah. my excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, we're I, I'm, to death. Yeah, that does I'm, it, I'm I guess. no longer young. I, I, I weep for the future. <laughs> yeah. I also weep for my lost past. Yeah, <laughs> or my lost yeah. youth. Okay. <laughs> so no, I understand it. I, I I I totally get where Kevin's coming from when, when these things that he has a, a incredible, profound emotional connection to. An investment of time and yeah, because yeah. I mean I feel the same and you know about about the material I, I feel just as connected to it as he and and you know luckily for him fortunately for him he's gotten to interact with it on a level that I can only dream of uh, <laughs> and and even more more I'll, I'll just say you know blessed blessed for him he got to meet and know and become friends with yeah. Stanley how cool is that and he had Stanley in that Mallrats movie I think that was the first time I knew who Stanley was was the Mallrats movie. It's probably the biggest thing he'd done up to that point. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, he had a few there cameos was a time in, in Hulk stuff. He would do like some Hulk cameos. But only the nerds knew that, right? Only the nerds knew yeah. that. No one knew who the old guy in the jury booth was for the trial of the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and, but in Mallrats, they were like, oh, you're Stan Lee, and they sort of introduced him to yeah. the world, right? Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. well, good thing everyone saw Mallrats. But it's, <laughs> but it's funny, because Kevin's kind of always been like that with like mm-hmm. people he considers his heroes. I mean, in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, he gives that big old shout out to Mark Hamill being in his movie. Oh yeah, oh, you know where right. he pauses the movie and puts up there, "Hey, Mark it's Mark Hamill." Hamill. <laughs> Boy, that was a that was a very unfortunate cameo too. It oh, it's Cockknocker. Really, classic. really, that is not classic. <laughs> oh, it's it was, a classic. The character's name was Cockknocker. <laughs> Mark Hamill played Cockknocker. And now it's funny as we talk about it, but in the movie it's just kind of it's beyond ridiculous. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, we are way off track here. But yeah, right. Stanley is going to be in at least one more. You confirmed, right? I saw that he will be. I believe he'll cameo in both Endgame and in Spidey, I think which so. I Dude think AR. is yeah. the the. You know, if he has to be gone, to have him end on a Spidey is. Pretty fantastic, I yeah. think. I think it's the most fitting yeah. farewell. Completely. Yeah. Well, I think we, we talked about it when, when we were over here last time doing the show and we were talking into the Spider-Verse. I mean, he has one of the most profound lines in that entire film. Oh, what is it? I don't remember. There's uh, a shocker. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain is just turning like potatoes. That's what Little League and Middle Age does to you, I guess. I don't know. He, he has the Spider-Man costume shop there. He's selling the costumes for oh, Peter Parker's funeral. Right, yeah. And Miles buys the costume. He's like, well, what if it doesn't fit? And Stan says, it always fits yeah. when the time is right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, just like, oh, you son of a bitch. Tear. This movie's so well written. I hate all of you. Uh, <laughs> and by hate, I'm just insanely jealous. That's another one I need to watch again. I have a question about Mar- Captain Marvel. I, I am accepting questions, but they have to be written. Well, I actually did write down here Supreme... <laughs> Perfect. He did. I did write down Supreme Intelligence question mark. What is what is the Supreme Intelligence The Supreme exactly? Intelligence is is basically the leader of the Kree. It's, 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 but it's, it's an disem- AI. It's disembodied. Okay, yeah. It is, but in the comics, it's kind of like this... Uh, it, it, it's like a big floaty head in a jar, a big giant jar. So it's a it's a disembodied, yeah. but but it it's not it, it is contained in a cube or something. Well, I mean it's everywhere, but like for the sake of comics, when you're interacting with it, you're looking at this kind of like just a, a face in a okay. greenish liquid computer solution kind of thing. Okay, yeah, you know, kind of an imposing visual. How does thing. how does something without a physical presence become a leader? Of a, a physical race. Uh, if I remember correctly, the Kree are just—they uh, decided to turn over leadership to an AI that, because they believe there's the only thing smarter than them. Huh. I think I could be—I could be wrong it's about very, that. Very Skynet. Yeah. Or something. 
Okay. But that's 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 the Cree for you. Jerk-tastic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so but it, it, it was interesting to see the supreme intelligence represented in the, in the film and to be represented by Annette Benning at first. Which yeah. Which was an mm-hmm. interesting choice. If there was a time I really liked Annette Benning, and I don't love her in this movie... Oh, I like her just fine in the film. Yeah. But but I feel like that's that's a... Yeah, no, she's not bad because she doesn't need to be very emotive or human or anything, you know, because she's... She's, she's not. She's not, yeah. yeah. Well, she's an interesting part in the, in the movie um, because, uh, as, Ju- as Jude Law tells us, you know, when you go to visit the Supreme Intelligence, you see the person that you respect and admire the most right. is how it's represented to you when you interact with it. <laughs> so Carol's seeing this person that she doesn't know right. because of her amnesia kind of thing. <clears throat> but we know this is going to be an important person. Yeah. We don't know how it, it works just yet. And it's kind of like the weird mystery aspects of the film. Because it, it's like a mystery, but it's kind of a weak one. Yeah. In a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. Because it, it foreshadows a bunch of stuff sloppily. <laughs> I, I got sick of, of uh, those, those interactions, actually. Anytime it's kind of ephemeral, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, I'm, it's, a, it's a handicap for me. I just want to get this over with. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would have liked, I guess, again, it's probably just a personal quibble, but I, I kind of thought the reveal that she was Marvel should have been a Maybe as a comic fan, I thought it should have been a bigger deal than it's just like, hey, uh, they call me Marvel where I come from. Right. Because I'm like, no, no, no. That means you're, like, you're the legit Captain Marvel. I, I just think that's a, that's a really uncreative name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the idea that they said it at it all. Was like, the that's 60s, stupid. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was yeah. cool to see that character uh, be be gen- one of the one of the, one of the better uses of gender swapping I've seen in in films recently. Okay. What was this that they did? Uh, because this is one of the few things that, that does kind of tie into Carol's origin because that's how she gets her powers in the first place. Is, is uh, the original Captain Marvel in the comics is on Earth doing. Sciencey things for the Air Force, and there's a an accident, and Carol's exposed to the power. So that 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 part of the origin was actually it, holds true. Was it the Tesseract? It was not the Tesseract, okay. which is not real in the comics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the it, the Tesseract is kind of a combination of two things. It's it's the Infinity Stone, and then it's the Cosmic Cube. But apparently, Cosmic Cube sounds silly in the in, in movies, oh. so you call it a Tesseract instead. It does sound silly. Yeah. Tesseract is a way better name. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these things were created in the 60s, and you say Cosmic Cube. Right. It's got space in its... And it's cube. alliterative. Yeah. 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 I, you can cut this out if you want. I just want to... Tom would know. We were just trying to suss out the timeline of the Tesseract, and our 10-year-old was like, no, you guys, it's... He was totally right. We were thinking it was the witch stone, and it was actually the what stone. Well, it started because we we decided to go back and watch the first Avengers, and we were talking about Loki's staff, mm-hmm. and, um, and it's a blue stone, and so we're like, well, that must, the must be the... Yeah, and Sam's like, no, that's, that's Vision Stone. Right. I'm like, no, well, it's not yellow, Sam. It can't be Vision Stone. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. oh, let me just Google. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam, yeah. you're right. But what is the timeline? I mean, before it gets to Red Skull, it's in Norway, right? Right. Can, can you give us, like, a thumbnail version of its of its timeline? Who does it go to when and when? Before it's in Norway? No, after that. From Norway on. Oh, okay. So at the end of First Avenger, uh, Red Skull has dropped it. It's fallen out of the plane. And it goes and to the, ocean. the ocean. Okay. And we see a scene of, of Howard Stark recovering in, in his submersible. See, I don't yeah. remember that at all. That's that's what... Okay, so he's... So, yeah. So Stark recovers it for the U.S. government. This is the first time we've see, we see it basically since then. So 
it's in the military hands is all we really know and they're doing they give it to this Marvel character to do some kind of experiments with yeah and she's building a light light drive light speed drive or something yeah. like that. that's yeah. the plan and she's going to use it to help the scrolls but we don't you know we don't know that initially um and then the Flurkin ingests it. Right. <laughs> and then pukes it up. And, and Fury's keeping the Flurkin with him. And then we get to Avengers and it's still in their possession, right? Yeah, and okay. so it, it, I guess that's how it becomes into shield possession is, I guess, Flurry keeps the, the Flurkin. Right. And then the cube comes back up and I guess that's when Fury realizes the potential of the cube and that's when they start experimenting would be my guess. You don't know how... Was, uh, um, was there ever... Now I'm confused. Was the Tesseract ever on Marvel's? Floating in the laboratory. Lab? I think that's what I read. That it was powered that? her lab, the Tesseract. No? Now I'm all confused. I, I would have to look at that okay. again. I don't I don't think so because it was Oh, maybe it was maybe it was at some point. Which but she would have had it gotten gotten it from From the from government. the from the government. Yeah. Uh that, that's Actually, that let me jot something down mm-hmm. I want to bring up later on. That it's, scene that scene where the cat flurkin pukes up the cube is really well done because I think I had glanced over at KC or down, I don't know, I wasn't looking at the screen for a split second, and I heard the noise, and I immediately, my, I just wanted to jump up like, nope, get off the bed, or I you know, just wanted to intervene somehow, because we have cats, and uh, that, sound, that sound is usually a call to, um, to do something, <laughs> if yes. you can. Yeah. Anyway. Well, since we brought the flurkin, uh, how, how do we feel about that that being the, the way that uh, Fury lost his eye? Oh, Perfect. I <laughs> loved it so much. It really speaks to Marvel's sense of humor. Yeah. Especially how they teased his eye being hurt so many times. Yeah, and he's like, movie. oh, I'm fine. It's getting better. Yeah. 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 It, this is a, a really pretty bow right on the pad. Oh, I love it. So great. And then to even have Coulson come in at the end and be like, I heard that it was you know, whatever outrageous right, right, stories right. like I'm not gonna you know, I will confirm, not confirm or, or deny. deny. <laughs> oh god. No, so I kinda I, maybe kinda wish that they uh, would like force gump their own movies and have like a little scene where he's like he has like a different story. He's kinda like the Joker when they ask him about his scars and dark <laughs> yeah. like he yeah. has a different yeah. story that he tells every Instead time. Instead he's cagey. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, I thought that was a pretty fun little thing yeah, they did really there. That was really great. I guess what I'm what I'm most interested in now too is like, will Marvel explore Fury's progression from what we see in Captain Marvel to what we see in, in when he shows up at the end of Iron Man? Yeah, because you know that's a nice little ten-year I mean, gap or so. That's a nice mm-hmm. idea and all, but we need a Black Widow movie before we go there, right? Well, well, perhaps that's the movie though. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. It does seem like he would be the natural co-star for that one too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what's Jeremy Renner doing? Not much. <laughs> so he, you get him to pop in there too, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, Natasha—they've been talking about doing a Black Widow movie for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it comes well, to you, pass. Well, you said they're. Yeah, it's pre-production. It's, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think she got a, a paycheck that rivals. Oh. The, the Chris's and. They better not Robert. fuck that up. Yeah. yeah. You pay her what everyone else yeah. is getting. Yeah. So. <laughs> Are you, guys, are you guys happy with the, with the choice uh, for Marvel's first female starring movie to be Captain Marvel, or do you think they should have gone Black Widow first? Since she's been kind of in, in paying her dues the last bunch of decade, decade or so. I think this character is, well, you, you tell me. I mean, I feel, my instinct is like, this is a better character to do it, right? I think it would have been great to have a Black Widow movie before this point. But in terms of the universe and the storytelling arc that they're it's on, a yeah. I feel like 
like this it is it is kind of powerful to have the first female mm-hmm. superhero be the most powerful superhero period you mean the first um, female superhero in the marvel universe right in their yeah. storytelling arc yeah that, and, and that it's a big it's, deal right yeah and and i i'm glad that you know at least eventually black widow is going to get her own story um, or maybe more. But. Well, Natasha's a darker character too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this, this was a lot more uplifting than I feel like a Black Widow movie could be. And and they were able to give you so much of her backstory already through what she did and what you know. Like I mean, her her introduction in Avengers is probably the best. Maybe it's the best scene in that movie. I love that scene where she's you know, she's where being she's, interrogated oh, by right. the, Russian, the helpless right. the Russians, yeah. hostage, and yeah, you know he's, he's giving me everything. She, she plays. We only watched the first half of it, I think, but she plays Loki. fake terrified so many times, so brilliantly against yeah. these men in that movie. And then as soon as she gets it, you know, as soon as she's got it, she's like, okay. The, oh, the Hulk. Is that your play? Okay, got oh, okay, it. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, I, do, I forget. I, I apologize if, if I brought this up with you guys last time I was over. And I know we're kind of, we're kind of getting off the Captain Marvel a little bit here, but that's okay. But I recently rewatched Avengers, the first Avengers, uh, and it was startling to me to watch this movie that at the time I was like, "Oh my God, this is the culmination of everything." Oh. And now I'm like, this, <laughs> "No, this is this is, this yeah. is like the beginning of it. Yeah. Right? This is this is actually the like step one." Yeah. And now we're getting the culmination of everything. And, yeah. and honestly, it, as much as I love the first Avengers movie, those actors have only developed they blossomed into these characters to, and they made it their own oh god damn yeah. you, so know what, you know what I watched you know what I realized watching that fucking movie is Chris Hemsworth gets prettier and prettier every time I see him <laughs> he looks so young he in looks that so movie, young right? yeah. he looks so young yeah. he really and does and he really does he's so much more handsome now he's so much funnier well, now he's, yeah he's funnier I mean now, they, yeah. they let him be funny now but yeah Thor Thor alone has become such a better character. He's such a better actor as Thor. I think that's my least favorite Marvel movie is his first Thor movie. It might be, yeah. but guess what? Chris Hemsworth is an attractive man, and my man crush on him is yeah. only growing with time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially now that they let him kind of be a fun, cool Thor. Yeah. You know, the last bunch of films that he's been featured in this Thor, he's been a lot more fun. It is like so he was humbled fun. in the first movie and now he's now he's totally cool. It's like, you just you just need to chill out. Now you're great, you know? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it took him a little... With Thor, I feel like it took him a little bit longer to kind of find that character's stride. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, because obviously they had him was locked in. They weren't going to change Thors. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, was just, it just was kind of finding the right balance of everything for him to make it his own thing. Yeah. You know what I think is probably was probably a huge detriment to him. So I think Chris Hemsworth, the biggest detriment to him was getting getting Kenneth Branagh as his first director. Yeah, I agree. Where you look at what Marvel was doing back then, you know, you see Favreau had done... Oh, you're like, like, first time in. Well, but before that, oh, okay. like... Jumanji. You know, like he's known for, like, swingers in Jumanji. Like oh we we want that kind of vibe for Iron Man he's he's like a swinger and and then you look at the Thor and it's like oh we want Shakespearean we want gravitas and so you got this you know at the time he's early twenties coming in and he's got Kenneth Branagh the Shakespearean director who's bringing or these the, movies the, I mean just making them so boring or the, or the guy from Harry Potter two maybe thought of <laughs> yeah. But I just I feel like he it took him a long time to shake off the Kenneth Branagh thing. Yeah. And once he did, 
he got to be the Thor that yeah, that and got to be him has beca- in his way become, too. Yeah, I, I feel like I've been telling Jeff this for years, but like Thor is just a tough character to to get a beat on in, in a way that an audience can relate to and, and appreciate and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I I always thought the casting of, of Hemsworth was good. I thought he was right for the role. It just yeah. they just had to make it. They had to figure everything outside around him, mm-hmm. and and obviously and Downey was great from the get go with Iron Man, yeah. and it didn't it didn't take uh, uh, Chris Evans long to get to get in the swing no. of Captain America no. either, who I think only got better as the films went I on. I think so too. I yeah, I, I think Chris Hemsworth, like you're saying, I think Thor, because Thor's an asshole. It's t- it's a tough one. He's an asshole <laughs> for the most part, and mm-hmm. then you know now we're at the part assholes, where he's. Kinda. Yeah, where he's he's the lovable asshole and he's the funny asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it takes a long time to get there. Like but he's even, magnanimous at least, so yeah. he's got that going for him, especially now. Yeah. You know, what character I liked immediately, and he I think did. I like less now is Rhodey. <laughs> I liked him immediately in in winter, in um in this uh, was it the second in two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved him so much then. You mean Cheadle's Rhodey? I'm sorry, I don't mean Rhodey. I don't mean Rhodey. I oh, mean. Falcon. Falcon? Yeah. <laughs> for, for our audience who can only only hear us, uh, Jeff was just flapping was his flapping arms. His I couldn't arms. remember the character's real name, uh, nor his nor his superhero name. Sam. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Your own child. Uh-huh. Our old, our old. <laughs> um, uh, this is not my day, guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a heads up next time I'm coming over. <laughs> to, yeah. To, maybe I should know the name of the only people in my family. Um, yeah, Falcon... Falcon's all right. He was a good character. I like, yeah. Falcon. I like Falcon. I like Falcon. But when I, he's in action, he's talking. It sounds goofy to me. You know, it's funny. Uh, Falcon's another character who I think is. I, I, I appreciate everything he does in, in his first in his debut in uh, in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. But that character comes alive for me in Civil War because his dynamic with. With Bucky yes. is yeah. so incredibly that's fun. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when I was like, okay, I, I'm really into into Falcon now. And yeah. also his uh, his cameo in the first Ant-Man was a lot of fun too. Oh yeah, it, it was, was fun. I was like, yeah. okay, that's right. a good pairing. Um, yeah. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm getting more in on the Falcon. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, hey, I guess it's like obvious that we love Marvel movies. <laughs> what does this mean for Endgame? I want to hear you just just take the training wheels off here and just just speculate. What what is what is Captain Marvel's effect going to be on that? I mean, not so much what the end game is going to be. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean, how, how does everyone fit in? So I I, I think our biggest clue uh, for, for for Captain Marvel's role in in End Game is the fact that her powers were given to her by the Tesseract, by the space gem. Okay. Yeah. And that is going to factor in, I think, pretty heavily into whatever plan they come up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they in, intend to use the the quantum zone and. Temporal vortexes and all that other stuff that they aren't t- telling us. Yeah, I think that's going to be the con- intrinsic key is that she's powered by one of the stones. Okay. I don't know how they'll play it out though. I have no. Yeah. I mean, I, I could make wild guesses, but I have no actual knowledge of anything. Could she or, be a Hulkbuster? She's pretty powerful, right? Oh no, she'll go toe to toe with Thanos easily. Like on a power level, mm-hmm. she's she's there. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, I think from all intents and purposes, she will go for the head. I'm worried that Thanos won't be in the next movie. <laughs> they aren't showing him, that's for sure. That's true. He's, on his, he's on his vacation planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and kicking it, kicking up, yeah. having some Mai Tais, hmm. feet up in the air. I did see I did see a meme uh, that was saying, or tweet, whatever. Someone's saying, um, why doesn't Ant-Man just shrink himself 
go up Thanos's ass and then make himself really big. Like that would take care of it, right? <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Does that that actually happened in a comic, but not a Marvel comic and a DC comic? Oh, really? really? Again, people who come up with these memes are not people who understand superheroes because superheroes don't kill people. Yeah. 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 Typically, no, not. Mm-hmm. I, I I got so sick of people who. Not to be like a super elitist, but people who don't who don't understand it or read the comics tell me like Batman and Superman can't fight because Superman would kill him. Superman doesn't kill. That's why it's yeah. a fair fight. Yeah, yeah and that's why yeah. it's so weird. Like in the in Ultron, it was like how many how many civilians just died because of your your thing on like that was that even that was like whoa careful pump the brakes on the death. But it was a good move, I think, in the end. You know, I have to share this with you guys because I, I I was impressed by it. And it's some, another thing that I I actually really did miss this bit. But I guess Talos, he was sipping. That's Ben Mendelsohn's character, right? Uh, when he was sipping uh, a, from a fast food drink, it was the same style cup from Pulp from Big Kahuna Burger. Was it or, really? That's what the internet. That's what IMDb says. I thought it was an In-N-Out cup. Where it, it yeah I did too oh really I thought it was in and out maybe it's wrong but yeah. I, I mean, because I've Sam Jackson's in the movie I was like maybe they did huh because I could just see Sam Jackson sipping on that just emptying it you know in Pulp Fiction <laughs> yeah it would be it'd be really funny it if would have been did him doing thing. that a year before yeah yeah right? oh yeah actually yeah, yeah right yeah. around then Isn't that funny. That was the funny. I, I did have a moment of that in the theater where I'm like, "Oh man, if you had a Jerry Curl right now, it'd be so appropriate." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Just before we, yeah, kind of coming to the end probably, but there yeah. is one more moment that will make me cry as I talk about it. Probably. All right, but, let's hear it. But from the movie and, and the the end where yeah, um, I just Jude, remembered what part. Sorry. Where Jude Law. It's actually, it resonates so much right now, too. So Jude Law, you know, has just got his ass kicked Indiana Jones style by Captain Marvel. <laughs> Which is a and great scene. It's yes. a great scene. Really fantastic. It, it, He's trying to, like, like you have, now you have to fight me. Yeah. Like, we did before in the movie, and I foreshadowed all of this, and it's going to be epic and great, and she just blasts him. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. And then she goes over... And I called it. I think I called that. Yeah, you did call yeah. it. I was like, Indiana Jones is coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do talk in the movie. I do. <laughs> I whisper. <laughs> yeah. Um... But then she goes over and he's saying, uh, fuck, I can't remember actually what he's saying, but it's basically, he's like, now you have to debate me. Like, it's like, look at that troll, that right wing troll was doing to AOC. Yeah. Like, you have to come and debate me because, because I need to prove that I'm smarter than you. If you don't debate me, you're a coward or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's this, you owe me this, you owe me this to, to, so I can prove that I'm still better than you. And and that was another moment as a woman, hers be like, I don't owe you a fucking thing, and just like, you know, she again, she's a superior, she's not gonna kill him, but she grabs his hand and then just drags his ass back to the ship. It's almost like a puny god moment, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really. It was really um, kind of fun to watch her dragging that character yeah. through the desert yeah. back to his ship. Yeah, it, I mean, I was a little disappointed. Like I, I did want him to have a more of a consequence, but I'm sure. Eventually, we'll see him again. Um, but superheroes don't kill people. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but that was really because you know hearing that that speech he was giving her about what she owes him. Again, as a woman, that is something that you hear so many fucking times, and and it's just this. It it kind of weighs on you like it's this. Oh shit! Like yeah, she does. She, you know, does she feel like she has to do this? Because as w- women, we're just told that we have to. And just breaking through that and be like, 
No, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, even worse, it's an implied. It's not even an explicit thing, right? It's like a cultural mandate that's just in the fabric. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like no. Now that that now that we are equals, now I I get to have my time to show you that you're really not yeah. to, to try and break you again. You and, owe me. And uh, yeah, just this this debt, this debt that as a woman we all owe any man because yeah. we can't possibly be better or stronger or smarter or anything. Um, it was, that was a really, really fantastic moment. The montage of her getting up over and over again oh. was pretty powerful too. That was, yeah. that was great. Yeah. They, they showed that in the trailer and I thought that was like a very just striking. Yeah. I wasn't sure that was going to get me, but within the context of the oh. movie it did. Yeah. 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 Oh, the, the fridge. fridge kicked on. Yeah. So. Great. But yeah, that, that's another one that, uh, yeah, she just always gets up. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, um, but the but the scene where she, <laughs> where, where where Captain Marvel kind of uh, gets the shackles off, you know, where she's she inter- interfacing with the uh, yeah. with the supreme intelligence, and, and they're kind of battling in the AI, and and she's able to kind of fully access her powers for the first time. And they're time. counting on her to doubt herself yeah. that she exactly. can't do it without, yeah. without and, them. And the whole time, another, yeah, another thing, the whole <laughs> time they're telling her you're too emotional, you're too emotional. Yeah. And they're telling her that because that's how they're controlling her. Yeah. And, and for her to just realize all of a sudden, oh, no, you're not in control of me. Yeah. Take all of this stupid shit off. All the self doubt that you've needled into me. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. just just walk just, away. It's a great analogy. Maybe that's what you were looking for earlier. Uh, for a toxic relationship, right? Because that's what toxic relationships do. Is they they're like, what are you gonna do? Leave? Yeah. You know. Right, and then she's right. like, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Rip. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot. Of, it, I'm so glad that it's it's so interwoven into the subtext as opposed to being an explicit. Mm-hmm. You know, hand wave like, hey, here's the message because it, it it could have been really poorly done if they if they weren't more uh, more subtle. Well, and uh, you know, aside from the the, the 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 strong women message that I think is super important and is obviously the main crux of the film. Also, a nice nice uh, nice storyline involving refugees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, in the in the way they should be treated and everything. Mm-hmm. Not to get super political. You know, I think I know there's a lot of conspiratorial people online saying. You know, this is being forced down our throats, but sure. this is this is what writers do. They, right. they 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 translate. You know, they put it into their stories. Yeah. What's going on now? Well, no, yeah. and, and I've talked about it before too. I mean, comic books when they're at their best, they are they are commenting on society and, yeah. and the culture and stuff like that. And I, when I was a kid, that was incredible for me to learn. I, I mean, I grew up in a super conservative, you know, very right wing household, and I, yeah. I. I Give my credit all the, my parents all the credit in the world for instilling a lot of great core values in me. But like I've in a lot of ways I was super sheltered. The comics kind of told me what was going on around me that I didn't get to see on the day day to day. Yeah, I, I can't remember who it is on Twitter that I follow, but there this pops up all the time where keep politics out of my goddamn Star Wars or whatever, and it's right. like it's always been political. Everything's political, and I, yeah. I I just it's so much easier just to accept that and go like, oh no, that's true. That's very. This isn't a new phenomenon. That's, that's what stories are. I also yeah. think a lot of people bring their own baggage and put it onto things though too at the same time. Or or they're too dumb to even get the subtext in the stuff that they fell in love with to begin with. You know. Yeah. So yeah. On that note, Jeff, thank you for your question. I'm glad you brought up the. 
I wanted to talk about the Tesseract with Captain Marvel's powers. I'm glad you brought that up with the question. Oh, okay. So good job on you. I did do one good thing. You finally earned your spot at the table. Next time, just I'll just hand my wife to you. Be like, here, have at <laughs> Well, it was super important to have a female on. Yeah, I know. One, that's, you know? That's the I couldn't. I could not episode. talk about this movie in depth and have like a couple dudes sitting here. As much as I love talking to, to dudes. It, no, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I can't have two dudes talking about. And your wife's not going to cut it. Because she's, she's not going to watch care. the movie. Yeah, she doesn't care <laughs> about the movie. Yeah. Actually, just really quick, because I know, um, I think last uh, your last episode, you were saying not to like you don't want to compare Wonder Woman mm-hmm. to Captain Marvel, and I think um, I think the the perfect uh, representation of the two movies is um, Gal Gadot. I still can't believe that's how you pronounce her last name. <laughs> I know I say Gadot all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she congratulated Brie Larson on her huge weekend, the first weekend, and, and, and sent out you know hearts. And it's like, yeah, no, it doesn't have to be these mm-hmm. two fighting. It, like, it shouldn't be it's, that way. It's women empowering each other and supporting each other, yeah. and and you know, it's okay that there are two female superheroes out there now that yeah. both were really great and really cool, and you know. Uh, let's hope they get to do a movie together sometime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I was just, I was just in my head going, I wonder what that would look like, those two together. <laughs> yeah, Tango Cash. That's what it looked like. Oh, uh, all right. Let's, let's, uh, let's uh, Any closing thoughts on Captain Marvel? Anything else we want to say? Besides, go see it and give it your money and keep supporting yeah. awesome Marvel stuff. I, I think so. I mean, I guess I'm just thrilled that that the movie's making so much money and proving. Once again, just like Black Panther, mm-hmm. hey, there are audiences out here mm-hmm. who would really like to see themselves on screen. Crazy rich Asians, like you know, representation matters, well, and it, it, it like I've, I actually was a little cynical about it before Wonder Woman because I think I'm just used to it. Like, well, no, we have you know, Black Widow's up there; she's kicking ass, and and you know, there are strong women out on screen. Well, also, Wonder really Woman could have been a real sexy thing. You know, Wonder Woman was kind of sexy on TV back in the 80s, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that was might have been the worry, too. Or was that, you said you were cynical going in? Yeah, no, I wasn't cynical about it. I just mean oh. in terms of, of of not realizing how little representation I actually was getting on screen and how, how belittled and how de- secondary women are on screen. And so, but, you know, Wonder Woman did the same thing where I was um, really surprised at my own reaction. I still am. Yeah. That uh, that seeing these characters be so strong really matters. No. And the whole idea that represent, represent, even beyond representation matters, I think the idea, this, this speaking about motor ideas, was if you can't make a movie with a black lead, can't make a movie with a woman lead, because then white males won't go see it, which which is bullshit. Like, why why would that? I mean, I love these. Black Panther is a good movie. Like, yeah. why yeah. why would it matter to me if it's a good story? It's a good story, right? Yeah. Well, but then you look at what the trolls were doing, trying yeah. to to make Captain Marvel a flop. That's why you, know, you ignore out there. trolls. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, but there are people out there who yeah. are like, it. no, it's a woman that can't be. Yeah can't be possible that this would be a good movie can't have black people I don't want to watch these that these are the same people who can't stand a female Jedi they're awful awful people out there yeah. who need to be 
not killed by a superhero, but taken out. <laughs> Dragged to a, a spaceship. Dragged to a spaceship and sent off into space, please. Definitely not allowed not to not allowed to breed. Oh yes, please. So we can stop that kind of nonsense. Break this to you, they are. Oh well, I know. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's yeah. It, I I love the the diversification of the superheroes and all the all the yeah. genres. I mean, every film should be able to have whoever it's supposed to have in it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a bunch of white if, if that's boring. all it takes to ruin a movie for you, then you weren't really into it anyway. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. And there's so many great superheroes. and I mean, just staying in, in, in the bounds of the genre that I know best, I mean, this this whole industry's been diversity forever. And it's, it's about time the films are, are showcasing that. Yeah. And, uh, all right, well, let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, Jeff, you are the co-host of the Ringing Ear podcast. Any good, anything you want to share? Where can sure. people find you? Yeah, at The Ringing Ear on most social media. Uh, we have a new episode every Monday. Uh, I think this week, like we said, we had the sad episode, and the next week we're doing instrumentals. Mm-hmm. And we have an episode coming out in between then, I think, where we do uh, the, the F-word episode. So our favorite songs with the F-word. Um, Friendship? No, the word uh, <laughs> the word fuck, actually. Oh. <laughs> well, that's NSFW. Yeah, sorry about that. So, but yeah, please, uh, please subscribe and rate and review and all that good stuff. And Casey, you are the silent better half of the ringing ear. <laughs> She's actually on the episode at the tail end. I, I always uh, attach like a little joke at the end after the music stops, and she you you can hear her. On, so you're technically on it. Yay! <laughs> yeah, what you have you've ever dreamed of? Your royalty checks in the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we'll yeah, we're all getting rich from these. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining me and, and, and talking about Captain Marvel and other good Marvel stuff because I think we're all excited for what the, the future has. Yeah. We're all Next over the place, but, be but we're happy to be all those places, I yeah, think. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. We're gonna, we'll, we'll tighten it up a little bit. I, you know, I got an editor guy, you know. He'll put it all together and tight. <laughs> yeah, please episode. edit out all the dumb shit that I said today. All the all the times I started to talk and realized I shouldn't be. Yeah, I think I think I'm actually just let cut us both out and have it Casey be <laughs> just the... Casey crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's compelling, compelling radio or whatever you call it, right? <laughs> Uh, if you are interested in following this podcast, uh, you can do that at uh, Tomcast underscore podcast on Twitter, at the Tomcast underscore podcast uh, <laughs> Instagram. Different handles. That's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, those stupid character restrictions on Twitter. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. But uh, please follow along. Uh, I do a lot of stuff on Instagram. I'm trying to get better at Twitter, but I mostly just post news on Twitter. So. Uh, you you actually mixed up with me a little bit on Twitter this week. I was glad to see you uh, commenting and stuff. I'm, I'm trying to get better at being on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. This has been issue 20. We'll be back for 21 sooner rather than later, I hope. All right, I'm wrapping it up. I'll see everyone later. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions.